0: The Coyotes got kicked out of their rink, meaning in Glendale, Arizona, and if you think about it, this really should have been news in Arizona and maybe in a couple other places that think they can get NHL teams, Quebec, Kansas City, whatever. No. No, that's not how hockey works. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday morning if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. But you, you're a hockey fan. and You're probably not listening to my other two podcasts. I know all about you. I get you. I get hockey people. I am a hockey people. And I know that I am the weirdo in the equation in paying attention to other teams and other sports. It's been that way forever. And that got me thinking yesterday when the news broke that Glendale City Council has just kicked the Coyotes right out of Gila River Arena. And they got to find somewhere else to go, whether it's Tempe or Phoenix or who knows. They can fully relocate. I'll get to that in a bit. The part that always moves me is how it becomes a conversation across the hockey world and you go to any individual NHL market, I shouldn't say any, most of them, and you'll see that there's a dialogue about the fate of the Coyotes or that the Blackhawks misspelled Marc-Andre Fleury's name on the back of a sweater. And they posted the picture on Twitter like they were proud of this thing. (laughs) These things become something that we all talk about across hockey. I can't speak to basketball, but I certainly can to football and baseball. And I don't think there's anything like it. I don't think that there's anything comparable. Football is obviously way, way, way more popular. So when something happens in another market in football, there's naturally going to be more interest. If Aaron Rodgers has a contract dispute or whatever it is with the Packers, it's going to be news well beyond Green Bay, Wisconsin. But that's not really what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about national news. I'm talking about market to market. That people in Pittsburgh or wherever around the NHL would be interested in where the Coyotes are going to be is really not a Penguin story, or something that affects the Penguins. And it's not, it's not national news like the Aaron Rodgers thing. The Coyotes are going to get barely a blip of a headline wherever it is that this thing goes. It just becomes discussed in the hockey world. But it is discussed. And we all start trading stories and coming up with ideas. Where could this franchise go? And I love that about hockey, and I just feel compelled to share that with you. Going into this weekend, this portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including at and SportsNet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners a seven-day free trial and. off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash DK. See, I told you it was for us. FuboTV.com slash DK. And then we start talking about our favorite jerseys and favorite logos from the past. And what if you brought back the Quebec Nordiques or the Hartford Whalers? And it gets to be a lot of fun. Then you start hearing from fans in the Valley, in Arizona, and they do exist. They, they have a fan base. It's not very big, but like a lot of Phoenix-based sports, it's made up of transplants and people who just kind of like going to the games and maybe adopt the Phoenix teams as their secondary team. And you start connecting with them because there's some sadness because they might lose their NHL franchise. Their NHL franchise has actually been there since they took the original Winnipeg franchise way back in 1996. So they've had hockey for three decades there. This isn't some small thing. This isn't like the Kansas City Scouts showing up and disappearing. This is, this is a real thing. And it's forever been one of the most endearing components to the beautiful sport of hockey that we all feel like we're in sync with each other. Even the teams that you hate or that you love to hate, you always know what's going on with them because you're a hockey fan, not just a Penguins fan. You're a hockey fan. So where does this hockey team go? Because let's go ahead and play this thing right out. Here are are, are my thoughts as someone who's covered a lot of hockey in Arizona. Because even going back to my days at newspapers, I was always the one, it seemed, who made the Arizona trip. So I did games at America West Arena, which is downtown right next to where the Diamondbacks play, which is where the Coyotes never should have left. They were filling that building up. But it was mostly unusable because they had the limited view. They had this weird overhang that actually went over the ice. Like you couldn't see the goalie that was nearest you down below. But they still found a way to fill that place up and became really, really passionate. They did. And then they made the terrible, short-sighted decision to move the team to Glendale. If you want to picture phoenix's geography picture a city in the middle glendale all the way on the left tempe on the right and then draw a picture of a whole lot of people between phoenix and tempe and draw another picture of absolutely no one over in glendale that's how bad that decision was now eventually glendale became somewhat populated but at the time There was nothing there. I would drive to the game on these roads that just had nothing there, and you would just see this arena coming for miles like an oasis. Bad, bad idea. They've had all kinds of trouble. Gary Bettman has bailed them out countless times, uh, including, including financially. The NHL wants to stay in Phoenix. It's the 10th largest metro market in the United States. Phoenix itself, the city is the nation's fifth largest city. Most people don't even realize that. So the NHL is not going to be eager to move. They're going to be looking, as the Coyotes claim that they're looking, toward creating something over in Tempe, which is where, here again, if you're not familiar with the area, that's where the university is. Uh, There's a lot of business over there. By that I mean big corporate business. And also, it's actually kind of a neat little area. It would be a pretty nice place for an NHL team. I believe that's what's going to happen here. Batman's going to work with the Coyotes' ownership. The Coyotes' ownership is going to work with leaders in Phoenix and or Tempe and get something done. It might be something temporary. It might be something where someone builds an arena. I don't know. But I don't think they're going to leave. However, that's not going to stop this back and forth that I'm talking about across the continent. So I'm going to address at least a couple other options. One, and they became the most vocal immediately online, is Quebec City. They have a beautiful new arena, opened in 2015. Uh, By some accounts, if it were in the NHL today, it would be among the top two or three arenas in the entire league for how sophisticated, modern it is, and everything else. What they don't have in Quebec, and it's kind of a big deal, is ownership. And that's why Bettman has refused to even discuss anything related to Quebec. Because there's nothing to discuss. And I don't always agree with Bettman, as a lot of you know. In fact, I very rarely do. But there is... There isn't an ownership, and therefore there isn't a bid for a franchise. You don't assign franchises to cities. Someone comes and buys them. There has to be a person or an entity that buys them, and that does not currently exist in Quebec. So as neat as that would be, and, you know, having another Canadian team and having uh, the great rivalry restored between... The Canadiens and the Nordiques, Uh, the Habs wouldn't be crazy about it because they like having all of Quebec, meaning the province, to themselves. But again, doesn't matter. There's no ownership. And the same thing applies to Kansas City. Uh, Everyone remembers and probably cringes a little bit at the mention of a team relocating to Kansas City because the Penguins smartly used Kansas City as a foil to get what they wanted out of state and local government a few years ago to get what's now PPG Paints Arena built. There wasn't any other way to get this process in motion. A lot of different things had been tried. A lot of different things had been kicked off to the side. And eventually, Mario Lemieux, Ron Burkle, the remainder of the ownership group and management was able to get a shovel stuck in the ground, and they stayed. But it happened because they used Kansas City. I'm not at all crazy about this. Uh, Kansas City is a is a pretty—it's uh, it's nice. It's a nice little city. It, it's not going to add anything to the NHL landscape. Uh, it's another team that's in the West, I guess, if you're worried about losing— current balance that the league has somewhat evenly between 16 in the west and 16 in the east depending on where you draw that geographical line if you move the coyotes to say quebec you're really blowing that up so i think they're staying put and it's just fun talking about it when we come back just one question time for just one question as always brought to you on this program by the greater pittsburgh community food bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western pennsylvania and they in turn need your help go to pittsburghfoodbank.org find out how one dollar from you is all it takes to produce five full meals pittsburghfoodbank.org Our question comes from Persosa, who asks, DK, regarding your podcast last week about NHL players going or not going to Beijing, why not hold a league-sponsored World Cup in North America during that same two-week break? There's no NBC to worry about, and we'd get an awesome international tournament. Um, no, (laughs) <laughs> I, I I, am not a big fan of the World Cup. I've made that clear over the years. I've derisively referred to it as fake Olympics. This was back before anybody was using terminology like fake news and whatever. I was calling them fake Olympics, and boy, do people get mad about that. But what else were you going to call this thing? This World Cup where they had team europe do you remember team europe what the hell is team europe well because they couldn't find enough players to put together for team slovenia or team slovakia and they didn't have enough time so they were like well we gotta have andre kopitar and zdeno chara in this tournament you can't just leave them out so they made up team europe which would have been the one thing that really invalidated the World Cup, if it weren't for, drumroll please, Team North America. Now, I remember, and you might too, that Team North America became something of a cool thing. Because that was where they put all the young guys who weren't going to be able to crack the main rosters of the United States and Canada. And it was going to be, uh, the kids against the world. So you had, you know, Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews and everybody else, but it just, and and it was a neat thing. And they actually had a pretty snazzy sweater as well and logo and the whole deal, but it just made it all the more phony. You know who was going to celebrate winning a tournament like that? What would have happened? My god. If Team Europe or Team North America had won this thing. Like what anthem would you be playing? You just like you just asked like the captain of the team to pick a song? No, there's one Olympics. There's only one Olympics. The NHL for the longest time did exactly the right thing by the Olympics, I feel. I feel like the NHL benefited from those. Being at two of them, covering two of them, Vancouver and Sochi, it felt like the world was watching hockey in a way that the world does not usually watch hockey. I understand why the NHL would not go next year and i kind of hope that they don't as i mentioned in the podcast from last week next year to beijing but they had no reason to not go to south korea that was just batman being batman and and bickering with the international olympic committee over who would pay for the flights to get the players over there this is this is a weird situation right now Uh, On a lot of levels, not least of which is the ongoing pandemic. And it's not going to be very comfortable, but there's nothing. There's nothing that's added to the equation by inserting a completely, completely hollow tournament. If you thought fans and coaches and general managers and everybody else got upset over losing players to injuries in the Olympics, wait until they lose someone to an injury while battling for the greater glory of team europe or team north america i appreciate the question i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of penguins i can't believe you listen to this thing in august that's amazing that says as much about you as talking about the coyotes we'll do another one of these on monday